Good morning and happy Sunday, IS teens. My name is Isabel, or some of you may know me as Izzy, and I'm so excited to be sharing today with you all. So shout out to Posh. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. So before we start, why don't we pray? Dear Lord, we thank you for the time that we get to gather here today. We thank you for the gift of your word. Would you open our minds and our hearts today as we listen to your message and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to each and every one of us here today. May we not leave this service empty-handed, but that you yourself will transform our lives through our time together. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Alright, so today we will be continuing the Fruit of the Spirit sermon series, and I will be talking about faithfulness. I'm sure you have heard this word many, many times before, right? I put my faith in Jesus. I have faith that things are going to work out, etc. But what does faithfulness really mean? Faithfulness is at the very core of Christianity. Here are some characteristics of faithfulness that reflect who God is. Loyal, trustworthy, steadfast in love, patient, and committed. Now when we begin to embrace these characteristics of faithfulness, we learn to be faithful to God, ourselves, and others because Jesus is constantly and consistently faithful to us. Faithfulness requires us you and I, to submit all our ways, all of our ways to God. It comes from a place of realizing that we are in need of a Savior and that He is in control of our lives. I mean, I certainly don't want to do this life alone. Who is with me? I need Jesus in my life. Now, we need to have that deep and personal relationship with Jesus because He gives us hope and the hope that he gives us redefines what is probable and opens the path to the impossible because through him anything that is impossible can be possible amen amen so moving to my first point which is faithfulness is not a lukewarm commitment it is not a lukewarm commitment it's not I will be faithful to God this week, but I'm not so sure about next week. No, faithfulness requires an act of will all the time. It's not sometimes, it's not most of the times, but it's to choose to be faithful all the time. Even when times are difficult, even when you find yourself in challenging situations, even when you feel like falling apart, and even when you feel like giving up. And actually, those are the times when your faithfulness will be tested, right? So are you going to let those difficult, challenging, uneasy, uncomfortable situations and times allow yourself to avoid God, to kind of ignore Him, to kind of push Him away? Or are you choosing to draw even more closer to Him? Now, sometimes we focus too much 
on God's faithfulness and not enough on our own. Ouch, that kind of hurts. I mean, I have been there and I'm still going through that. You know, when I ask myself, when is God going to do this? Why is he taking me to this direction? How long is he going to do this? How long am I supposed to be here at this time and this season of my life? Often we get so caught up in his faithfulness to us that we forget to work on ours towards him. So, how do we show faithfulness to God? Number one, stay steady in your belief in him. Now, no matter what happens in life, of course, we're on a journey, we're going to grow, we are going to mess up, we're going to have, you know, celebrations, we're going to be in the highs and lows of life. But no matter where we are in life, we need to stay strong and immovable in our belief in Him. He made us, saved us, and called us to be His very own sons and daughters. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Now, it is best that we establish ourselves in the truth of God and choose to believe who He is and what He has said, no matter the trials, no matter the deceptions, the hardships, the challenges that we might face. So that's number one. Number two, separate yourself from the world's thoughts and practices. Now, we are citizens of heaven and because of that we must set our minds on things above on the very things of heaven so study the word and find out what pleases God and do them don't be conform any longer to the patterns of the world you know it's not about you being popular or you know it's not about who's the coolest kid who's the coolest teens which you're all really cool (laughs) who is the most fun you know i mean don't get me wrong you can be all of those things but let us not forget what really matters that shouldn't be our sole focus we need to center our attention to what is going to push us to grow in faith what draws us closer to our god and to glorify his name through our words and through our actions and through how we live our lives Amen? That's why it is so, so, so important to be in a community who reads the Word of God together. So, if you're not in a SOAP group yet, I encourage you to join one. I'm sure Posh or Titus or Matthew would be so happy to help you find a group. And not only is it fun, but you're able to ask questions, discuss about so many things, and listen to your friends' thoughts and insights on the scripture that you're reading. And you may even find out or like have thoughts from your friends that you might have not thought on your own. So, join a soap group now. <laughs> okay, and number three, choose to do what is right all the time. Now, that's, you know, easier said than done, right? But even when it hurts, Even when you're confused or even when you feel stuck, choose to do what is right and pleasing to God all the time. You know, when we are faced with making decisions, choose the one that it's not sinful and that is pleasing to God. Even if it means being, you know, your friends might see you 
and they might think you're weird or you might think oh you know this this person's mm. it doesn't really matter because our sole focus is on jesus and becoming more like him we need to prepare and to be willing to face some persecution from people now i'm not saying to you know go die on the cross and you know but because jesus has done that already for us praise the lord but God wants us to sacrifice what may be holding us back from being faithful or staying faithful to Him. Which brings me to my second point, which is faithfulness can be expressed in a multitude of ways. There are so many ways to show your faithfulness. Faithfulness is not just about obeying because God said so, but it is obeying Him with the hope and the belief that not only what God said is best, but that it will come to pass, that it will happen, and that it will always happen. Now, His desire for our faithfulness is to be to Him, to pour from a heart of belief and love. Don't just do it because He told us to, but do it because we love Him. Now, there are so, so many biblical examples of faithfulness. We see these examples are so, so much diverse and varied from just following what God wants us to do, which you should still do, but there's so many ways that we can show faithfulness to Him. So let's talk about some. Faithfulness can mean following what God tells us to do. Noah building the ark or Moses leading his people to freedom, right? But faithfulness can mean going where God told you to go. Abraham left home as an old man and relocated to a new country. Who is willing to do that? To leave what you are uncomfortable with, what you are so used to, where you are, you have been for so long, and then God tells you to go to a completely new country out of nowhere. You have not expected it. You don't know anybody there. You don't know what language they speak. Who is willing to do that? It kind of seems scary, but God wants us to have that faithfulness to Him and know and that have that confidence in Him, knowing that it will be worth it to go through that, to through the uncomfortable, you know, surrounding and situation that you are in, because it's always worth it, right? Our faithfulness can mean loving people who God told us to love, loving our enemies, for example. It is not easy. But this is what Ruth did when she stuck by her mother-in-law, Naomi, in her time of need. Faithfulness can mean to be trustworthy with what God has given to you. We see this in the story when Abel presented a good enough offering towards the Lord. Now, there are so many more examples, um, but as you can see from these few, there are so many ways to show faithfulness. Um, through God and it can be expressed in so so many different of ways but I want to remind you that faithfulness is active and we see this being demonstrated throughout the New Testament so join a soap group and follow the reading plan you're gonna see some amazing amazing stories so I want to look at 2 Corinthians 5 7 it says Paul encourages us to do this and it says for we walk by faith, not by sight. And then James 2, 
verse 17. So also, faith by itself, it does not have works, is dead. Wow. Faithfulness is listening to God to what God had said and then acting on what we heard. Not just committing to being faithful. Oh yeah, I'll be faithful to God, but staying still, staying static and not doing anything, right? Which kind of leads me to my last point. Have confidence in God's faithfulness. Now, I love what Pastor Craig from Life Church um, he says this stop placing your faith in the what ifs and start placing it in God's promises. Wow, I love that. Let me read that one more time. Stop placing your faith in the what ifs and start placing it in God's promises. I love that. I want to have such confidence in the Lord because He loves us and He knows exactly what we need and when we need it and how much we need it, right? He knows everything before we even know, before we even get to that day. He already knows what is going to happen, when, what we're going to feel, what we're going to do, what we're going to um, say, how we're going to respond. You know, He is never going to fail us, friends. He is never going to disappoint us. So can I remind you that He will give each of us more and more than we ever could expect or even imagine for ourselves. He is going to give more than we can do alone. Let's look in the story um, in Luke 5. Okay, it says, Jesus calls His first disciples. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats, left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and thought the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you said so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled the boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Wow. Amazing, right? I mean, they were fishing all night long and they did not have any hope of any fish. They didn't catch anything. And then Jesus comes to Simon and says, let out your your net. And Simon replied, 
Master, we have not caught anything all day, but because you say so, I'm gonna let down my nets. And they got so much fish that they had to call other people from to get other boats to fill their boats with fish that their boats began to sink. That's how much fish they caught. On the same night that that they couldn't catch any at all. But do you know why I love this story so much? It's actually si Simon's response. Simon doesn't say, oh, of course, let's do that, Jesus. That makes total sense. So good. Like, thank you for the tip. No, he didn't say that. But he does reply to Jesus, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. Now, I think this is such a real and such a beautiful picture and example of faith. And honestly, it probably occurs more than we even realize or want to acknowledge. It's saying, I don't really think this is going to work out. But because you said so, Jesus, I will try. It's saying, I don't think I can love my enemies. But if you say so, Jesus, I will try. It's saying, Lord, my offering to church probably isn't worth anything. Like I'm giving so small. But if you say so, Jesus, if you say that this is worth a lot, Jesus, I will give, right? So IS teens, our God is faithful and he wants us to express our faithfulness to him. With all of our burdens, all of our worries, all of our weaknesses, he wants it all. He doesn't just want your happy moments, your celebrations, when you're on, you know, on the mountaintop. He wants everything. He wants all of you. He wants you and your heart. No how no matter how much doubt you may have, God doesn't doubt you. And he wants your heart. So I just want to end by saying, let's be so confident in our faithfulness towards him that even though things may not go our way, things may not go as we planned, that we will not get upset anymore. We will not throw a tantrum to God anymore. We will not get angry anymore. Because God has the best for you and because we know and we have experienced his goodness towards us that now when things don't go to your, your way or things don't go as planned, that we can take that moment and be, instead of feeling angry and fearful, wow, I'm excited for what, what God is going to do next, what God is, where God is going to take me next. Because we have, we have full of confidence that he is faithful and he's going to provide the best for us. Praise the Lord, right? So, let's pray, everyone. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your love and your grace and your faithfulness that you have continuously given to us. Lord, I pray for each and every person here would you spark a new hope in them?
Would you fire up their hearts and allow them to submit all of their ways to you? Lord, we want to stay faithful to you, not just to say that we have faith in you and that we're going to show faithfulness to you, but we want that to be always active. I pray whatever we do and whatever we say will always be pleasing into in your eyes. We invite your Holy Spirit to walk with all of us in our mountains, but also in our valleys. In every one of our seasons we go through, Lord, would you would we always have confidence that you in you, Father, remove any part of us that wants to give up, Lord, or to be pulled away from you, but that we will stand firm with the belief that you have got us, you will show up, you will never forsake us, Lord. We surrender all of these things with a grateful heart into your hands, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, IS teens. I hope you stay safe and healthy and see you next time. Bye.